Welcome to the Vinson Show. I am your host, Chad Vinson. Um, just to give you a little background on me, I am not a professional journalist of any kind. I'm just a guy with a voice that wants to scream into the into the nothingness that is the internet. And hopefully, hopefully some of you people agree. Hopefully some of you people want to join me. Hopefully I can make some of you guys laugh. Who knows? I doubt it. I'm not a very funny guy, but we'll try. We'll try. We'll see what happens. Um, as far as the social media presence is concerned, because nowadays we have to have one of those, you can catch me on Facebook at Chad Vincent Comedy or on Twitter at Chad W. Vincent. Um, the show, to kind of give you an introduction, is it's going to be a political show. It's going to be a new show. There's going to be some some pop culture stuff in there. Um, I'm sure my wife will pop up on here from time to time. Her name is Annalise. By the way, she's got some stuff she wants to talk about. She's a little burnt out on the whole Donald Trump president politic thing, so don't expect her to talk too much about that. But she'll take you on a different kind of journey. Um, I don't know if she'll be on every episode or if she'll be on some episodes. It's kind of up to her. It's her gig if she's welcome to be on here as much or as little as she likes. Um, I want to try to mix humor in with the whole thing, but some of this stuff isn't very fucking funny, to be completely honest with you. Some of it's actually a little disheartening but I tried I'm gonna try to keep it up as much as possible but you should also know that when it comes to the things I'm talking about I am a progressive kind of guy but at the same time I'm not a democrat I don't really like the word liberal too much I'm a more of a free thinker I think for myself I come up to my own I come up with my own opinions and I say what's on the top of my head and if I offend people so be it. I'm not worried about hurting people's feelings, and I'm certainly not worried about people trying to hurt mine. There's very little anybody can do to actually hurt my feelings. So if you have something negative to say, I really don't care. If you have something positive to say, great, we can have a real discussion. If you disagree with me and you want to talk to me about something, or if you have some kind of fact, like a fact fact, like the like a real fact, like with numbers or statistics, statistics or some kind of reality backing it up feel free to talk to me correct me if i'm wrong i'm open to any kinds of discussion that we can possibly have now as far as the show itself is concerned i'm actually quite excited about where you can find us because you can find this show on stitcher soundcloud uh itunes and google play and tons of other places and iHeartRadio is coming down the pipeline uh pretty soon too i gotta get five episodes in the can so i'm a I'm a few away, but once we get on iHeartRadio, that'll be great. Um, What I have planned for today's show and every show is I kind of want to format it where I'm going to go over some headlines, give some opinion on those headlines, and then from there, uh, we'll discuss uh, a main story and talk about whatever I can think of as far as that main story is concerned. And then, you know, if we have guests some some days, we'll bring on a guest if... uh, if, if Annalise wants to get involved, she can have her little Annalise's Corner. I think she has a segment planned called What the Fuck. That sounds really funny, so everybody should have fun with that. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and get right into the show. Alright, so what I've got planned right now are some headlines. I mean, I think one of the biggest headlines is Trump's ties to Russia and how extensive those are. What with Jeff Sessions having to recuse himself, Michael Flynn having to uh, resign, I'm air quoting right there, I don't know if he resigned or got fired, 
And what baffles me the most about this is not so much that it's happening. I'm really not surprised that Donald Trump is an underhanded piece of shit that kind of is using whatever means he can to get whatever it is he wants. That doesn't surprise me. What surprises me is the way the Republican Party and and the Republican voters have kind of shifted gears. For the longest time, it was, oh, Russia this, Russia's bad, Russia's terrible, fuck Russia. Putin's a horrible, violent dictator, and fuck him. You know, that Russia's a terrible thing. Now, in the Republican Party alone, as far as Congress and the House is concerned, the uh, whole love of Putin has gone up. His approval rating, which used to be like at 12, 13% is in the fucking eighties. The Republicans just toe the line, toe the line. That's the wind. That's the way the winds go. And that's the way we're going to go because we don't want Donald Trump to steamroll us one damn bit. They're afraid. They're cowards. Everybody likes to talk about how Democrats are cowards and how Democrats are snowflakes and they can't handle anything. Dude, they're the Republican party is bending over backwards lying to everyone, hiding. You have Republican members of the House and Senate hiding and not doing town halls, trying to get away from the people. In my former district in California, where I used to live down in Southern California, they have it's the 25th district, they have a rep called Steve Knight. This guy held essentially a Trump rally instead of a town hall, but, and he held it at 7.30 in the morning, so when I was down in the area, I couldn't go. But during that, he... Very much said, hey, yeah, I would like Donald Trump to hand over his tax returns. I feel they're important. And then a couple days later, he voted against it, saying that, no, he didn't want that. He lied to the people and did something else behind their back because he's a fucking coward. He's a coward just like all the rest of them. And the Democrats that are sitting there saying, I don't know if there is many saying it now, but there definitely was some at the beginning saying, we're just going to have to wait and see. And I'm, and I'm, he's the president and I'm just going to, I'm not going to make it any more difficult than I need. Fuck you cowards. All of you, all of you, Republican, Democrat, weak, spineless, chicken shit, monkey fucking cowards. He's clearly got these ties to Russia that are dangerous And we don't care. We're just going to ignore them. No, let's not ignore them. We're going to talk about them, but we're going to distract from them. What with the wiretapping claims? Oh my God, the wiretapping claims. If these, I I mean, I can't believe it's taken me this long to get everything set up for this show so I could finally talk about the wiretapping. As you all know, at 6.30, some like Friday or Saturday morning, uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks now, Donald Trump flips the fuck out on the wiretap. Oh, I've been wiretapped. My wires are tapped. And then goes virtually silent on the whole subject because he's now said the dumbest fucking thing he's ever said because no, he was not wiretapped. But you know what? Let me digress a little bit. Let's pretend he was wiretapped or at least there was a possibility he was wiretapped. The only way that Obama could have gotten him wiretapped would have been if he had taken it to a federal court judge and the judge issued a warrant to tap his wires. It's the only way the president can't just give an overarching, I'm going to listen in on this. That's the Constitution in action. So he has to go to the federal court judge. The federal court judge has to issue a subpoena saying that it can be done. To do that, there has to be probable cause. So let's pretend that Donald Trump's wires were tapped. Obama would have had to have taken a case with probable cause to a federal court judge and then got it. So at the very least, Donald Trump is admitting there is a faint possibility that there was a 
federal court judge who believed strongly enough that there was probable cause to wiretap him. Well, what does the probable cause got to be? Well, it's got to be something huge because it can't just be, oh, we believe he's selling cocaine or something like that. Not on this scale. It's got to be huge. It's got to be big. Well, there's the ties to Russia. He seems to have been in collusion with the Russian government, or at least this campaign was, to rig the election, as he put it so frequently when it was coming up to election date. He was going to, he, maybe he was in collusion with Russia to rig the election. And guess what? There was enough evidence to find it so there was a wiretap. Or there was enough probable cause so the judge issued a warrant for a wiretap. If Donald Trump really believes he was wiretapped, he must therefore concede there is enough probable cause of him committing a horrible felony against the United States that the thing actually that the wiretap actually got approved. Now, let's get back to reality. There was no wiretap. It did not happen. Obama did not get involved. That did not happen. It is total bullshit. It is a complete lie. It's a complete fabrication to what? Deflect from the Russia ties. He doesn't want people talking about that anymore because it's not going away. He's got family members. He's got Rex Tillerson. He's got everybody has some sort of tie to the Russian government. You, pretty much just one Russian ambassador whose name I cannot fucking pronounce. And that is what's going on there. And then we have the other big news. Well, actually, hold on. We got a couple little, little, little pieces of big news. MSNBC, Rachel Maddow has gotten Donald Trump's tax return and it's going to be on the air and we're going to listen and we're going to put it out there and the world's going to know. I'm getting text messages from my, from my mother telling me, Hey, Rachel Maddow's got 2005 tax return for Donald Trump and she's going to put it out there in like the next 30 minutes. And I'm, Oh shit. I got to check out what's going into this. She's got two pages of nothing. Ooh, he paid a he paid thirty million dollars in taxes. Woohoo! The biggest news you get from that is he pays an alternative tax that increases his tax wage or tax rate over a certain level. So if he didn't have this alternative tax, he'd be paying something like seven million dollars a year in taxes. But with this, he's now paying thirty million dollars a year, which is totally fucking fair. I don't care what you say. If I've got to pay taxes. He does too. And if you're making millions and millions and millions of dollars, yes, you should pay more. That's just the way the cookie crumbles. And it actually works for the government or excuse me, the economy. And we know it works for the economy because we've seen it in action. Some of the biggest times of growth is when we have the highest taxes for the rich. That's just the way it works out. But MSNBC, here's why I don't like you. We've got his tax returns. We've got his tax returns. No, you don't. You got two pages of fucking nothing. You wasted my time. Thank you. Fuck you. Now, on to the other big piece of news is Trump Care. People are calling it Trump Care. I want to call it Ryan Care. But the more important, despite what you call it, it doesn't really matter. The big news with this is how everybody seems to hate it, and yet it's still going to get passed. Republicans hate it because it's Obamacare light. Uh, Democrats hate it because, well, it's going to rape the American people of health care. In the first year, was it going to be 14, 16 million people, something like that, going to lose their health insurance? And then in 10 years, that number is going to skyrocket up to 24? 24 million people without health care is so much better than all of the health care that's been given to the millions of people through Obamacare. This is better. Why? 
because fuck the people that need the health care. Elderly get to have uh, a cost increase up to like $13,000 for their health insurance. That's really useful. And there's going to be tax credits for, of course, people that make over $500,000 a year. So, you know, rich fuckers, they're going to get a tax cut. So what basically Paul Ryan has come out and said, fuck old people, fuck poor people. I don't want a health care plan that's comprehensive and that gives health care to people. What I want is I want to give more money to special interests, insurance lobbyists, and millionaires. Big surprise there. The Republican Party loves people. Bullshit. I think that's enough headlines for now. I think we can move on to the main story. And the main story tonight I want to talk about... Well, night, day, whenever you listen to it. It's tonight as I'm recording this. I want to talk about Donald Trump and his sexual assault history. Donald Trump, the rapist. Now, I know I can't actually call him a rapist because there's no real evidence that he did, in fact, rape anybody. I get that. But, you know, if it looks like a duck, smells like a duck, quacks like a duck, there's probably a dead hooker in its basement somewhere. Donald Trump has a long, storied history of sexually assaulting women in one way or the other. And funnily enough, him and Billy Bush openly, well not openly, they are secretly recorded discussing it on Access Hollywood. And then he tries to deny it. You've got claims from Jessica Lee from around 1980 on a plane. And he is all over her, quote, like an octopus. Kissing her, grabbing her, groping her and just won't let it go. What did he say in that Access Hollywood bit? That when he sees a pretty pretty woman, he can't help himself. He just has to kiss her and he just throws himself on her. Seems to fit the bill, right? And if you go even further, you have um, Mindy McGilvray, who was a photographer. And he pretty much does the same fucking thing to her. And several other women. But there's a few interesting ones. And I'll get back into a lot of the little the little ones a little bit later. There's a few interesting ones out there. There's Ivana Trump. Ivana Trump was, for some reason, money, married to Donald Trump. It certainly wasn't because of his looks. Okay? I have a theory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to break away for just a second. I have a theory about Melania Trump. And this is not going to be popular. And Republicans are not going to like it. And women's groups are probably not going to like it. But it is what it is. And you know what? I'll take the fucking hit. Melania Trump is probably less of a great human being than a lot of people want to admit. Let's look at some facts. Donald Trump is a hideous motherfucker. He is essentially unfuckable. I can't imagine... Any woman wanting him at 20 or 70 anywhere near them with his dirty, nasty penis. However, he is pretty rich despite companies going bankrupt six or seven times. He somehow manages to maintain his wealth and that can be pretty attractive to a woman. So you look at a woman like Melania Trump, who's not horribly ugly, and you go, well, what does she see in him? Dollar signs. She sees money. So she marries and presumably, and I can't imagine how this occurs, but it must have at some point, fucks him. And well then, what do you, what do you call a woman who fucks a man 
for his money. You might say gold digger, but that's not really where I'm going with this. I would say a woman who fucks a man for money is a prostitute. So, I think it's safe to say Melania Trump is first lady. At best, she's probably also first prostitute. She may be the first ever prostitute to ever be in the White House (laughs) and not under Bill Clinton's desk. I'm just saying. Well, okay, hold on. The first prostitute might also have been Barbara Bush. You never know. You never know. If anybody of you remembers what Barbara Bush looks like, you'll understand why the idea of her being a prostitute is kind of funny because um, when she was 30, she looked like everybody's grandma. But going back to Ivana Trump, she married she married Donald Trump and had sex with him. This is true. But she also went through a divorce because of his infidelity with Marla Maples. The whole thing was very publicized and nobody really cares. But in that divorce, she brought up the idea, the notion, that he came home from, I believe it was getting his hair plugs put in one day, and uh, was not very happy, and got a little aggressive, and according to her original claims, raped her. Well, that's kind of a big argument, and she did eventually drop the charges, and she just wanted money, blah, 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 blah. She got money. And then she also can't really talk too much about anything else. And she says reasonable things about him, I guess, in public. But why is that? There's an there's a theory I have. And this... Actually, I don't even want to use theory because theory is a scientifically tested argument. This is not a scientifically tested argument. This is more of speculation. I speculate that she probably ended up turning around on that because part of the deal was she couldn't speak negatively of him in public anymore and had to drop it and to be completely honest with you can you as a woman or a man say that if you were raped that if they then dangled 5, 10, 50 100 million dollars in your face you would stand your ground and go up against a guy like Donald Trump in court or would you just or just take the money I mean I personally to be completely honest would probably take the fucking money Because you know what it is? Taking a settlement is a hell of a lot easier than reliving a traumatic experience in court in front of everybody. And as we know, Donald Trump's mentor was Roy Cohn, who is a motherfucker on a whole different scale. Roy Cohn basically taught Donald Trump the best way to get what you want out of people is screw them. Be as litigious as possible. Bury them. Shit talk them. Just just pound them. Pound them to death with lawyers. And you think he didn't do that? You think he didn't fucking do that. And then you can fast forward several years later. He's running for president. He hasn't quite not won the popular vote yet. He's running for president. And there's an anonymous girl who talks about... Um, how she, when she was 13 and part of the Miss Teen Universe pageant, uh, raped, how he raped her. And there was a witness who also said something at the time to corroborate the story. And there's all kinds of uh, uh, other little 
interesting notes that make it seem like it's at least possible that he did in fact do this. Um, I'm actually looking up because I'm very prepared for this show. I'm looking up the the man that he was friends with. I always forget the guy's name. He's a he's a terrible human being. He's known as the billionaire pedophile. Donald Trump has said things about him like, uh, you know, he's got a taste for the younger women. It's Jeffrey Epstein, by the way, is his name. Jeffrey Epstein, the billionaire pedophile. One of the reasons why I don't, oh, I believe this guy wasn't really brought up much during the whole p- campaign for presidency is because Hillary Clinton didn't want to bring up Jeffrey Epstein because Bill Clinton's got a little bit of history with Jeffrey Epstein too. And if you know me on a personal level, you know, while I may be more progressive and some people might mistake me for a Democrat, I am not a fan of Hillary Clinton and I am certainly not a fan of old Billy Boy. I do not like Bill Clinton. I do not like Hillary Clinton. So I, But I can see why they wouldn't want that coming out because Donald Trump pals around with the billionaire pedophile. Well, so do you. So they kind of had to keep it quiet, which is unfair because there may have been some weight to this. This girl claims that she was groped and raped by Donald Trump under the uh, watchful eye of the billionaire pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein. And now I know the Republicans like to do this thing where they're going to be like, well, she dropped the charges. She just was doing it for money. She was doing it to slander him because he was running for president. Blah, blah, blah. And that may be true. There is a chance that's true. But there's also the chance that she is 100% um, correct on this. And she is making a legitimate claim. And she should have taken this to court. But again, she's nobody. He's Donald fucking Trump with his millions of dollars. Hell, we know in 2005 he made about $150 million. He's got the ability to crush her with his lawyers. Something Roy Cohn taught him to do. I mean, shit, this guy even went after Donald... Or not Donald Trump. Donald Trump went after Bill Maher for saying that he is fathered by an orangutan. And he brought his birth certificate because he understands how animal husbandry works clearly and thinks that there's a possibility that somebody was actually going to believe he was birthed by an orangutan when we all know he is the result of a pig and a donkey fucking. And no, just to make things clear, I'm not calling Donald Trump's mother a pig. I'm calling her a donkey. There are legitimate reasons to believe that Donald Trump is at least capable of the rape. He said he does this kind of shit. You go back to his Howard Stern interviews where he's admitted to going going in and walking in on the the, the, the Miss Universe pageant so he can see the, the women naked. I, I'm pretty sure they didn't want Donald Trump to see him naked, but, you know, what are they going to do? He's the owner of the pageant. And he's going to do what he does. If I was the owner of a pageant, I, okay, as a man, I guess I can understand, like, ooh, naked women. But as a human being, just doing that? When they don't want you to, I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I'm not going to claim to be a fucking saint, but I really just don't understand the logic of doing that kind of shit. Of going in and just basically like a pervert spying in on the gym, or you know, on the girls' locker room, changing while they're changing for gym class. It's like a, it's like a PE coach that I had when I was in junior high always had a reason to go in the girls' locker room while they were changing to talk to someone. I'm not going to give you his name, but, I mean, it's the same kind of logic. Oh, he's not doing anything directly fucking nasty, 
but the reason why he's in there is probably directly fucking nasty. And that kind of shit shouldn't be tolerated. And that alone should disqualify this man as being present. At the very least, he's a fucking gross pervert. And that should be... Let's talk about pussy grabbing. Okay, Donald Trump in this in this Billy Bush interview thing says that, oh yeah, he just goes up and he grabs him by the pussy and because he's a celebrity he gets away with it. And then he dismisses it as, it's locker room talk. Locker room talk. What the fuck is locker room talk? Number one. I mean, granted, I didn't play sports in high school, but I'm still a guy and I still have a lot of male friends and I've been pretty damn drunk with my male friends and you know what we've never done? We've never rocked, walked around and said, totally grab that bitch by the pussy. You might say something like, oh, I want to I wanna sleep with her or I want to fuck her or I want to do something like that. But I mean, you know, sit there and go, guess what I'm going to do tonight? I'm going to follow her home and then when she's about to walk into her apartment, I'm going to jump her, knock her unconscious, drag her into the back of my van and I'm going to rape the shit out of her. High five, guys. Yeah. No, that doesn't fucking happen. If you have, if you are a woman and you are married to or dating a guy and he says... I totally want to grab chicks by the pussy. You've got yourself a fucking piece of shit boyfriend. That's what you got. And what you should do is leave him instantaneously. Anybody who's going to sit there and go, yep, that's totally fucking normal. That's how guys talk. That is not actually a man. That's a piece of shit. You've got yourself a fucking loser. Time to move on. Now, there's another thing that bothers me. A thing, a, a thing I, I have a question. The question is, if you, male or female, are a Republican voter, and you are still, after all this time, pro-Donald Trump, how? Screw all the other evidence. Let's talk about the pussy grabbing. Let's say you're a parent, and you voted for Donald Trump, and you're a parent of a daughter. I have a daughter. She's a great kid. I love her to death. And I... I really hope she finds utmost joy and happiness in life. And I would imagine every parent or most parents, the ones that don't totally fucking suck as parents, want that for their kids. They want their kids to grow up happy in healthy relationships. And that's just normal. And I would assume that even Republicans, whom I disagree with on just about everything, want the same thing. So if you want your daughter to grow up happy, healthy, and in great relationships, what would you do if her husband came up to you or you overheard him saying, yeah, I totally grabbed her by the pussy. Would you think, man, I'm totally happy that my, my daughter is married or dating a guy that is like that? Would you, would you be proud of that? Would you be happy about that? Is that something you would want your daughter to marry? Is that somebody you would want your daughter to spend the rest of their life with? Or would you want somebody, you know, who treats women with respect? Again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm the greatest man in the world. I am not. I am a very flawed human being and I am a flawed husband and I fucking make a ton of mistakes on a fucking nearly daily basis. And I give my wife a shit ton of credit for putting up with me. And I give myself a lot of credit for putting up with her. We're both pain in the ass kind of people. But I love her to death, even if sometimes I wish that she would just evaporate for a few hours at the very least. And I know she wishes the same thing about me, but that, not, that notwithstanding, I'm not a perfect man, I'm not a perfect husband, 
But shouldn't you want something better for your daughter? Something better than at least I grabbed him by the pussy or I moved on her like a bitch. Which, by the way, Donald Trump, you didn't move on her like a bitch. You moved on her because you're a bitch. Then on top of that, he's got the, I just kiss him and all. He, he was, oh God. I don't understand the parents out there that go, yep, I'm totally okay with that. And if you're not okay with it, if you're not okay with it, which I would imagine a majority of the parents would have to be not okay with this, I would imagine that how, how, how do you sit there and go like, well, I don't want that for my daughter, but for my country, Republicans, the fucking party of patriotism, grab America by the pussy. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't get it. It doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. This is a this is a man with a long admitted history of groping women against their will, spying on them while they're changing, potentially raping. It just it it, it boggles my fucking mind. Because here's the thing, if there was one person, one female that came out and said, Obama raped me, holy fuck, he would have been assassinated. He would have been assassinated, just like when there was that Hillary Clinton thing, where Pizzagate, where apparently there was some child sex ring and some sort of pizza thing that the Democrats are doing, and this was propagated through um, this fucking far right wing bullshit thing. I think that was Breitbart, that was a big part of that. And I could be wrong. I think Breitbart was a part of that. And this guy fucking goes up and he shoots a fucking pizzeria looking for, looking to save kids. If Obama had been accused, guilty or not, had been accused, guys like that would have assassinated the fucking president. That's just the way it would have gone. Why? Two reasons. One, he's a Democrat. But the bigger, more important reason, the glaring reason, is he's black. They would have done it because because he's black, it's more believable. The white middle the white middle and lower class rural Americans, the real Americans, don't want to believe it because he's fucking white. It's their racism. It is racism to a degree, an undercurrent, a little tiny bubble of racism that goes, I don't think Donald Trump did it, but if Obama had been accused, hell yeah, they would have believed it in a fucking heartbeat. And that is pretty fucking gross if you ask me which you didn't but i answered it anyway and you know why i did because fuck you i can do whatever i want this is my show and it's a great show and everybody's having a good time and i've got millions of listeners and you can't hear them because i told them to be very very quiet but they're all really happy and watching me live i'm lying it's the fake news i'm the fake news i'm reporting on news and i'm giving you nothing but lies because i'm the fake news See, you hear that slap? Totally fake. I'm not really here. I'm a figment of your weird-ass imagination, and you can't fucking prove otherwise. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I just get lost in the whole thing, trying to figure out what are we talking about with this guy being president, and why are we not talking about more about the, the the real issues? when it comes to who he is as a person and why did he get accepted? I don't get it. I'm having a hard time keeping a train of thought at this point because I just don't fucking get it. But I digress. Let's get back to some. I don't even need to get back to the other ones. I think I made a pretty good case. He's a pretty damn 
potentially pro- prolific fucking sexual serial sexual assaulter, and he's admitted to it. And if you still support him after that, I have to question who you are as a fucking human being. How can you fucking say, yep, I'm totally down with the sexual assault. I wish they would sexually assault me. If you watch The Daily Show when some of the shit was coming out, which I do, I love The Daily Show. If you can't tell the fact that I'm doing a show on on podcast that's vaguely similar, at least in concept, except without all the funny. If you can't, they, they had people on the show, sorry, get frazzled and upset. They had people on the show saying, I wish you'd grab me by the pussy or I wish I grabbed as many pussies as he had. I mean, granted, these people that were saying this shit were at Donald Trump rallies and they had seven teeth between the entire group of, you know, two, three thousand people. And they probably could collectively string together six words that they could actually spell with assistance, with fucking assistance. I don't know. I don't know. I don't I don't understand the mindset. I can't pretend to understand the mindset, but. This is who, 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 well, not, not a lot of people, less than 3 million people wanted him. So he certainly didn't fucking win the popular vote, but this is, this is what real America wanted. This is, this is what the electoral college brings us. They bring us a guy with a history of sexual assault, admitted sexual assault. They bring us a guy who puts people like Scott Pruitt into power, who wants to destroy the environment and the EPA. And he's doing it. But, and they, they bring a guy in who wants to overturn Obamacare and take away health care from them. They're the ones using it. They're on it. They don't know the difference between the Affordable Care Act and Obamacare. So there's like, well, it's got the nigger's name attached to it. I don't fucking like it. <sighs> there I go. Using the bad words. I apologize if I offended anybody, but let me tell you what, man. That's what people think. The the whole Obamacare thing? Man, I'm going to go into greater detail on that in a later episode. The whole wanting to repeal and replace Obamacare has got everything to do with the black guy came up with it. Paul Ryan's plan for Obamacare should show that. But at this point in time, I think I've rambled on for about 30 minutes or so. And I think it's a good time. It's a good place to end my portion of the show. So I'm going to end my portion of the show. Again, this has been The Vincent Show. My name is Chad Vincent. You can follow me on Facebook at Chad Vincent Comedy. Even though I'm not funny, I still called it Chad Vincent Comedy. And you can follow me on Twitter at Chad W. Vincent. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me, you can find the show on iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, soon to be iHeartRadio, Google Play, all those fun things. You can find me just about anywhere. There's a wind breeze blowing. I'm right there. I'm right fucking everywhere. And, uh, oh yes, coming up after this show, go to patreon.com. Look for The Vincent Show on patreon.com. If you like what you hear, please feel free to donate a little bit of stretch, a little bit of cash so I can keep this show going and maybe I can get real guests and we can do a real show and we can go for longer than 30 minutes and we can have we can have a lot of fun and we can 
you know, give you some extra special goodies. You'll get bonus shows if you if you give if you pledge five bucks, we'll give you bonus shows. I promise not to send you nude pictures. I can't guarantee I won't do that if you don't donate. I'm just saying, but please feel free. Go into Patreon, check us out, follow us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, follow us on YouTube, and comment. Give us five stars. We feed off this shit. I love you. I hate you. You hate me. I love you too. However you want to put it. Again, Vincent Show, Chad signing off. Have a good night. Bye.